Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. With how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Hi, I'm Renee Summerauer, digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather, and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube, and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. It's kind of a weekly thing but with Max and, and Colton. Uh, yeah. or what's their status? Right yeah, day to day. I mean, both coming along. Uh, we'll see with Colton a little bit more today, hopefully. Uh, I would expect Max to, to be ready to roll. Uh, is this kind of how it's going to be handled, you think, with Max the rest of the season, just sort of managing him? Yeah, yeah, just manage him. I think, you know, he doesn't miss many snaps. We're okay. Um, he understands the defense well. It's really about managing the player, making sure we take care of his health first uh, and don't have anything that can happen to him that can be significant after the season. That's first and foremost, and, you know, we'll go from there. But you feel he'll be ready to go on Sunday? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yes, sir, I feel good about it. APS talking to Braylon Edwards this week about oh, yeah. you, and he shared that even when you guys were players, your friends thought you were a coach. I'm curious, a head coach, has it always been something you aspired to? Because your your friends saw it. Is it something that you <clears throat> dreamed of? Well, when you look at a head coach, what's the first quality you look for? Leadership. Uh, I've kind of always had that. I felt um, I never was a follower. Kind of went to my own beat. Walked my own steps and wasn't afraid of it. Only looked at my shadow and obviously learned from my mistakes. But, um, yeah, I, I think just the way I approach myself, uh, again, being only child, always having to defend for yourself, you know, not always being the, the top pick, the number one guy. And, you know, you find other ways to find your, your, your way through life and through sports. And for me, um, and having belief in myself through hard work, you know, I felt that was something that was a strength of mine. Coach, how much will you learn about Aiden in this game with a team in Minnesota that likes to blitz as much as they do? How challenging will that be for the young quarterback? Well, I think we had a good practice run the week before with the Chiefs, right? So this will be a good one. Really good defense. We know it, right? Five, six-man pressure, blitz coverage. Great job disguising. We've talked enough about that. Um, it would be critical. Not, I don't think it's really all on Aiden, right? The offensive line, our running backs, our tight ends. Our receivers need to be dialed in to what we're doing, understand that they're going to bring plus one. They've done it. No matter what quarterback you are, what team you are, that's what they're going to do. And we're expecting it. Hopefully we've wrapped it and prepped it enough that Aiden is comfortable in it. Obviously we had a bye week to talk about that as well and put a plan together that works. As a former linebacker who has been part of game plans to maybe nullify a younger quarterback or confuse a younger quarterback, 
Do you have a kind of an appreciation or an understanding of what teams are trying to do uh, to, to, to confuse an Aiden O'Connell? Yeah, I told him exactly what we do. If we were playing against him, I'd blitz the hell out of him and try to hit him and make him frustrated and make him look down instead of down the field. You know, look at the rush. And I told him, man, you just got to be confident. You know, you got to stay in the pocket. The best thing about it now, they really can't hit you, buddy. Let's be honest. They, might, they can't hit you like they want to hit you. Right? Let's say that. You know, and um, – so, you know, he's protected a little bit by the rules. So, be smarter in that case. And in that sense, I think that's a benefit for young quarterbacks and offenses if you really look at it that way. But understand that they are going to bring pressure. They're going to try to make him uncomfortable, throw off his back foot, make a, a, a wrong read or a false read early on. And he has this big confidence in what Bo and our coaching staff is putting in place in front of him. Going back to Max, when you have a player like that that you know, is playing through something, how do you go about balancing that as a coach between wearing the long-term risk with, you know, obviously his desire? To yeah, keep working with our medical staff. And uh, right at this point, there's nothing there. It's just something he's going to have to deal with. But if we can manage the pain and the suffering that he goes through throughout the week, because you know he's not going to be 100% until after the season, uh, that's where it's my job to protect the player from himself. And you know Max, if he goes out there, he's going to go 100 and I thought in the game against the Chiefs, we did a good job of managing. You know, he played close to 48, 49 snaps, I believe, down there the whole game. Uh, but anytime he did something that I didn't feel good about, we pulled him out and we tried to protect the player. But me and Max looked each other in the eye and I said, man, you got to promise me that you're going to take care of yourself. And if there's anything that goes wrong, you look at me and we make that decision that, you know, you're done. And he's been a pro about that. Your offensive lineman, early on talked about enjoying having you in the room. Are you still spending significant time in there? Oh, they do? They like me in the room? I couldn't tell you. No, no, no. Those are, yeah. I, I like being in there. First of all, just being in an old line room is different. I don't think I've ever spent this much time in my life in the offensive line room. It's different characters, different personalities, different coaching style. It's, it's different. It's different. That's, that's a different group. But it's fun, man. And uh, I, I, I knew right away when the transition happened that that was a group I needed to spend the most time with to change their identity, their mindset, to let them know that I appreciate what they're doing, to let the coach know I appreciate what he's doing as well, and that this is the style of play we're going to play going forward. And I know big guys like to go forward first. And that's our mindset, obviously, as you've seen. We're going to run the ball. We'll do other things, and we've got opportunity to throw it, we'll throw it. Um, but that's the mentality of most offensive linemen, right? They want to hit somebody in the mouth first. We want to be the guys that swing first. When you look at a player like Justin Jefferson and you're starting a game plan, like how much do you hone in on somebody with his you know, exceptional abilities? Yeah, I mean, elite talent, right? You know, what number you want to put him at? I don't know, one, two, or three, but he's in one of those, right? And it's a challenge. You know, the, the sad part about it, he hasn't been playing. And I say that's for the game of football, right? When you have an elite player, you want to see it. You want to watch him. I mean, he's only played in five games, and he's been out, and now he's back, and he's well-rested. Full go, right? He's not even on injury report no more. So we're going to get the best, number 18. We expect the best from our players as well. Great challenge for our young corners, right? Jack Jones and Amik, Nate. It's really good for those guys. And T. Hall to really have a challenge this week and, and, and pack ground to put a game plan together to limit the best receivers that we're going to see this week. Coach, when you look at a player like Amir Abdullah, can you just talk about, you know, the spark that he provides on special teams as well as in the running back room and kind of, you know, how he sets the tone for the rest of the team? Well, I'm glad you talked about him because here's a guy – you know, one of the first guys down there on kickoff, on special teams going down there, huge tackles. I don't know if he has 10-plus tackles on special teams, which is a good year for a special teams player. But just his physicality, you look at him, you wouldn't think nothing about that, right? But one of the stronger players, you know, he plays that chip on his shoulder. He's very dynamic. 
And then in the passing game for us on third down, his ability to make plays. And obviously we got to keep working on that and growing that role for him as well. But I just appreciate the selfishness. Here's a, an elite running back, a guy that can really change the game probably for most teams, and he has to take a step back because we have one of the best running backs in our room. Uh, can you say the same thing about Brandon Bolden as yeah. well? Yeah, to me, I think one thing about the league coming back into it now that uh, most teams don't appreciate veteran presence. And to have a guy like Brandon who's in year 10, who's won, who understands what the game is like, who understands what it's like to be a pro, that's a blessing for Josh Jacobs. That's a blessing for our running back room. That's a blessing for our team and our offensive unit because the experiences that he has, the maturity, the knowledge, that resonates throughout not just our room and our building. And he has that calming presence about himself that, listen, when things are going right with Josh, just look on the sideline, look on the bench. They're sitting right next to each other. And that's really beneficial for us. And obviously he does a really good job for us on special teams. Since you've taken over, the physicality of this team has gone up considerably. Obviously, that's a reflection of you and your leadership. How happy are you with the way the guys have responded to your call for being more physical? Yeah, I asked them. I mean, again, and, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, you, it's only so much you can do with physicality, right? We, we can't even put pads on now, but it's a mindset, right? It's a mentality. It's a purpose of how we want it to look, how we want it to sound, that when you watch it, even if you can turn the sound off on your TV, look at it, boom. You felt the vibration come through the screen. And to me, that's a reflection on the players buying in and our coaching staff, you know, really believing and honing in on that in individual drills in our group periods. But listen, man, when you got a defensive-minded coach, a defensive-minded or former player, what you think you're going to get? Now, I like scoring points. Don't get it wrong, but I like doing it in a physical manner. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.